On this bonus episode of Progressive Palaver, the group reviews their 2020 objectives and plans for 2021. Progressive Palaver, a group of lifelong friends and appreciators of music discussing the greatest progressive rock bands album by album. I'm Joe Beauclair, and on this year-end episode of Progressive Palaver, I'm joined by my very good friend Paul Zotter as we cover our 2020 objectives and set goals for 2021. very professional it sure did <laughs> but it is uh paul welcome it is it is the end of 2020 thank heavens literally the end of the 2020 end of 2020 mm-hmm. that is it is new year's eve day and here we are on the last day of 2020 and you know much much like i do in my professional life i'm scrambling around at the at the the last moment to get in my year-end review and uh and, and set some objectives for for next year as well and you know obviously 2021 was an interesting year it was it was pandemic impacted but I 2020 think, uh, yeah, 2020, 2020 was, was. And, yeah and, you know by all accounts 2021 is probably going to be as well but uh, it's going to be it's the i think i think we're just hitting the next turn of the roller coaster as yay. we go into 2021 and, but I, I I do think that you know, and I'll be interested to see what what goals we had. I think we probably hit most of them. I think um, I think we had some stretch goals that we we put on in, in the middle of the year that I don't think we made. But you know, I'm I'm curious to see see how we did. I think all things considered, we did pretty well. And uh, you know, we did. I will say, from from a numbers point of view. We've had a great year, Paul. All right. So um, we we set any number of of records for monthly plays. We're, the podcast is growing. And, and yes, I, unless unless it's just that our episodes are getting longer and it takes more plays for people to actually get through them. <laughs> you know. So we just released the episode one hundred extravaganza, and it went. It you know it 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 went into triple digits I think faster than any other episode we've ever done and I wondered if that was not part of it because it is a four and a half hour marathon um, you know yes. and, and it was one of those things I remember when we first hatched the idea for episode one hundred and I had it in my head that I wanted you know if if I came in about two two and a half hours that would be really great and and there was that point where i just said you know what just let it go and uh, yeah yeah even the timer even the timer couldn't keep us uh on on track well not I, when we talked for an hour before we started using the timer <laughs> yeah. but there is you know there i mean it's the hundredth episode like you can't have the hundredth episode part two right i, I mean exactly Yep. Yeah, it, it, it all has to be there. And uh, yeah, so it was and, and, you know, honestly, editing that much content in a relatively short amount of time, 
I, I still think it's solid. I think, I really don't think there's anything really terrible there. And we got to talk about some, some different, different records that we would have never done. And, and I think, you know, the, the group did really well with that. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was an awesome idea. And I definitely, for anyone who sees that episode and is daunted by the four and a half hour length, uh, it is, it's definitely in three beautiful little, little parts, right? Where, we, you know, half of us talk about the three albums that we we chose, and then the other part is, you know, the other three albums that we chose, and then the the live broadcast, which was just good, clean fun, talking about the records that we that we like the most. So, so it, it does kind of, even though it's four and a half hours, it does sort of separate itself into three nice little segments. It does with some some interesting connective tissue. I'm curious to see if anyone asks us about the. Uh the divider music, if you will. Ah, yes, that's, that is, um, that is curious. So one thing about our plays, I know we were not, we're not really doing a mailbag per se, but there was one fun thing that came through the message boards to us through Facebook. Listener Dave Steiner shared this with us. So, you know, at the end of the year, if you use Spotify, you get the 2020 wrapped up, you know, with all of the things that you listen to. Yep. So apparently Dave Steiner held his own little progressive palaver marathon at some point in time this year. <laughs> and he listened to six episodes in a single day. Wow. <laughs> and I find that, I mean, what's funny about that on multiple levels is I don't even know how someone could take six episodes of us in a single day. I, I don't think I could, but depending on which part of our catalog he's listening to, he could have covered 12 albums or a single album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Everyone seems to be fixated on the fact that we spent six episodes on the wall in its various incarnations, which I find Ooh. to be quite funny. Because that, I mean, that keeps coming up here in the last couple of weeks. Yes. It was, you know, it was, that's why it was my, uh, well, I won't give away what pick it was, but it was high on the list for it me. It was high um, on the list. In our Absolutely. The, and I will say on that live episode, like, you know, it, and, and there, there's a certain joy in editing these episodes because the way we operate and, and some of, you know, some friends of the palaver already know this. We, we basically usually operate in a six to eight week buffer mode yes. where we have, we have recordings <laughs> in the can and, you know, they get edited and they're usually released, like I said, about six weeks after the fact. And so sometimes that can manifest itself when, when I or you or whoever go in to, to edit those, we haven't, it happened in the past and you know I, my memory is notoriously awful and so there's this sort of joy of discovery of these things um during the edit but even even the live portion which was edited extremely quickly i think i did it in about 36 hours after we closed that out yeah the interchange between ken and tom on on ken's one from the bottom was was and remains <laughs> just priceless Oh, I mean, I, I, I loved it. It was, it still makes me laugh. That is awesome. Well, I think that is a, a great way to say that one of our 2020 palaver goals was for our 100th episode extravaganza 
and a live event. So we got it in just <laughs> under the wire. We got it in <laughs> under the wire, but we did it. All right, big check marks. I like it. It and we we really we we had we started recording that months ago, right? Months like it, ago. it's it's actually funny that it, it actually we just got it in because we really had that ready to go for a while. We did. We and I I I think we recorded those episodes in September, I want to say. And mm. and we were originally planning to to do the live event in October. But um you know, you know, I, I, I can't speak for you guys. No one, no one really raised a fuss. But you know, my professional life kind of got a little bit hectic, and I just, I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I couldn't do what needed to be done to get that in there. And, and you know, we had to worry about the scheduling and everything else. So, um, you know, it, it, you know, and then you run into the holiday season and whatnot. So I think it, it turned out pretty well. You know, we had. We, we had some technical difficulties getting started, but we managed to pull it off, which was good. Um, I think we certainly have room for improvement if we want to do that again. And, and quite frankly, I thought I thought it was kind of fun. For sure. I, I uh, So it's funny, you know, what you just mentioned. It seems that, you know, 2020, the roller coaster that it was, seemed to impact people in different places at different times. Yeah. And it seems collectively at the Palaver – how, what, whether it was for professional life, whether it was actually, um, you know, health related, it seemed like Q4 was the the the, the time frame that coronavirus impacted yeah. for whatever reason. Whether whether our issues with work were, had direct impact or not, it just seemed like Q4. There was a there was a period of time where we we were all kind of out of pocket for a little bit, and yet we still seemed to crank out a bunch of episodes about you know fish era marillion and peter gabriel so yeah we did um you know it was and and i'm excited you know and that was part of the reason besides the fact i wanted to meet our goal for 2020 i wanted to get episode 100 out because we had you know like i said we already have episodes 101 through i think 108 or 9 in the can and i wanted to get those out because they're good and yes. uh, so, so yeah, that was, that was cool. Um, yeah. And I think you're right. I think there is opportunities for more of those live fun things in the future. Although I will say we, we do have a little bit of technical work to, to iron out. We do. I, I don't think between me scheduling the event on Facebook and Ken actually going live through zoom, I don't think we've worked that out because it seemed like, it was difficult for people to join our yeah. live stream. I, I had at least I had at least one friend of mine who who tried to join and, and couldn't get the video to to work out for some reason or another. Um, which of course, you know, when we were live, I didn't really have time to troubleshoot that. So it was yes, like, you know, I sort of after the fact, like sorry, um, you know. I I do think it has something to do with whether, like, I when I want to say when we did our test run, we had maybe even more people jump on our test run cuz it just we just went on live yeah. unannounced and all of a sudden it was like hey look progressive palavers live and i think when we did it in the event the the way that we went on live people went to the event couldn't find it and they you know it was just it was yeah. a little, little it was confusing to us so yeah we 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 did uh, we did change some things so but you know like i said we we certainly achieved it 
it, it happened, it was live, it was good, and we did get the episode 100 extravaganza edited, reviewed, and out. Yes. Okay, so another goal that we had in 2020 was to, what's the right way to phrase it? I don't think I actually committed to a phrase in the goals, but the idea was to rejuvenate our YouTube channel. Okay, yes. And I'm going to say that, you know, I'm going to say that, you know, while I don't think we really met expectations on this one, I I think I think we gave it the old college try. We did do the Palaver pre-show for a little bit. We did. And there 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 was a little bit of activity there. Um, So I think that I think with some of the things that we have with the partly Palaver will help rejuvenate some of our YouTube uh, items. And, and, And I know we keep talking about do we start just broadcasting our or not broadcasting but but uploading our regular unfiltered episodes to youtube and start doing it that way um we we keep talking about that i don't know if we'll ever decide to do that because we're pretty unruly with our with our unedited raw we are versions of our episodes i don't know if we just want to unleash that (laughs) onto the world i don't know that i would feel comfortable with that And, and and i do i do feel a certain a certain amount of responsibility because if I recall correctly, I may have almost single-handedly killed the Palaver pre-show <laughs> idea. With, I don't, with I my don't, Roger Waters rant that and the I, fact that we, <laughs> that and the fact that we, once we all figured out that we were doing this, like we started, we started posturing as opposed to just being natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was a bit more of it than than the Roger Waters explosion because it did get to like the first couple of pre-shows, it was perfect, right? I had like a 12-minute segment that I could whittle down to like nine minutes and boom, it was quick editing, it was fun. And then like almost instantaneously, the pre-show would be like 45 minutes <laughs> long and we were all like trying to, and it was a bunch of us trying to figure out what to talk about and it just lost a lot of its uh spontaneity so so i think if if we continue to or if we try to go back to doing that it's it's going to have to be more of a stealth operation to the to the participants so no one really knows what's going on <laughs> that's funny so we'll give it a check, but needs improvement. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think we we tried something that maybe didn't work out quite the way that we we wanted it to, and yeah, I think we need to we need to regroup and and think of perhaps new and innovative ways that we can we can do that. I agree. You know, hopefully we can get this uh, this partly palaver stuff out. That should be something to see. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing that. What you guys have got coming together is is great. And, you know, I'll be curious to see because because Ken, you know, he hatched a new partly palaver idea um, on on the heels of of the first ones. Can you hear my dog? By the way, uh, not really. Okay, good because. He sounds really loud to me. What's um, he doing? He's gnawing on a bone. Ah, that's wonderful. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, who knows where this whole thing could go? Uh, it, yes. It what was Ken's? What was Ken's second? Dare do we do we uh, re, do we talk about what that idea is? Have we talked about what partly palaver is for? We have the not. I, I think we've just 
sort of been throwing it out there as if uh, everyone is in the know, but but we've been keeping it close to the vest. So, yes. I, I, you know, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it. Hmm. Let's just I say, don't know. I don't know if a little pre-promotion might actually help or not. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> well, we can we can put out a teaser and and, and tell people, okay. hey, Partly Palaver is going to show up on our YouTube channel, and you're going to want to check it out. It's yes. It may be one of the things that crossovers into, you know, more than just the progressive rock listening community. So indeed. So and I don't I don't remember what Ken's crossover idea or other idea was again. Was that he, he had Joe Reed's to, fish? No, it had something to do with um, the Porcupine Tree album that he was listening to. That was more ambient or something. Oh yeah, I thought that. I oh right, it was the spoken word. It got it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I like that idea. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll have to think about other other things that we can do for that. You know, one of the things, and I, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about this maybe when we get to. Uh, to our 2021 objectives. But, all right, so we gave ourselves a, a, a partially met on that one. Yep. What else do we got on the list, Paul? So we had, so this was sort of a crossover. So we wanted to make sure that we did a live podcast event, which we've done, but it was also in relation to doing a total mass retain hang and, and show. Okay. Which... We absolutely destroyed that goal in January of 2020 before all the craziness started. Yep. We went live several times. That's right. Uh, from, our, from our locale here in uh, the edge of the wilderness out here in uh, suburban uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we did a live, a uh, couple live check-ins from the TMR show in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. God, that was such a fun night. That was great. And we ended up doing, we did a round table with TMR and and Tom and Ann from Progstock at your yes. kitchen table after the fact. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we crushed that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a wonderful couple of nights that began with a whole host of characters showing up at my house the night before that I had no idea were even coming. I love I love that story. Yeah, there you had like you had sort of a prog rock flop house going there for, for was, a couple of days. You know, I was I was waiting for for Joey and Mark, and I had a gig, and I told them I had a gig, so I basically like said, "Hey, here's the here's the combo to my garage. Make yourself at home." I get back from my gig at eleven. No one's there, and then uh, and then I'm sitting there, kind of just waiting for to see who's you know whether they're going to show up or not. And all of a sudden, I get a friend request on Facebook from Joel, and and uh, Joel uh, Simkis from T- Total Mass Retain friends me on Facebook. I accept it, of course. And he's like, "Hey, I think I'm outside your house." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so the next thing you know, he's there. And as he's pulling in, um, another car pulls up. And this dude gets out of his car, and it's Robert Heckman. Never seen him before in my life, and Come and I'm like, "Hey, dude, Join the party." He, he's like, uh, "Is Ken here?" And I was like, "No." And 30 seconds later, Ken Gregory pulls up. It was That's right because uh, Ken was quite, getting me from the airport. Yeah, it was quite magical. It it really was, and so I'm sitting here thinking I'd forgotten all about that. So we 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 saw Total Mass Retain in Kennett Square in January. We saw them in Manhattan 
yeah, in since February, February. Yeah, for for Kenny G's birthday, and then the world, you know, went off its axis. Yes, yeah, that and that the the February show in 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 Manhattan at the was that the Iridium? The Iridium, that's correct. Wow, that was a that was a fun night. As that well. was a that was a great show. It was a great sort of fun venue. Everything about that was was fun, except for me losing my crap at the bar afterwards. But that's a whole different story. I was. I don't I was remember. Angry. I don't remember you losing your crap. Oh, good. At the bar, and we don't have to talk about it. I, but I also couldn't find my clothes the next day. So. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right, so I think that's a, that's a huge. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to give ourselves an exceeds on that one. I, I, I think, agree. I think we killed it. I agree. I agree. So then we had, um, we had it. We were going to do a smaller version of the palaver giveaways, um, and I'm I'm just going to write this one off as uh, a victim of 2020. Like there, there's no way that we can hold ourselves accountable. I agree. When when like. I couldn't even I couldn't even get orders from from Marillion.com to get to my house on time. And uh and let's let's not even talk about the Prague magazine debacle. Um so I love given the Prague magazine debacle. Given the way that, that that 2020 unfolded, I'm just I'm just gonna like say that, that one we're just gonna cross that one off. That one Sure. We couldn't do anything about and, that. And 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 you know, I I I bear some of this blame too because I had hatched the idea of of special progressive palaver t-shirts for the group and as giveaways as part of the 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 live event and you know with with my fourth quarter the way it was I just I couldn't I couldn't get that done with my son and that's that's terrible but you know that's the way it is so so I think I think we carry that one over and and okay. bring it into uh, to 2021 because I I do think you know you know it's it's good to connect with our listeners in in some form yeah for sure absolutely okay the last one was a stretch goal which was interviews with production giants there you go that was our stretch goal that we just again quarter four man just did yeah happen. Yeah, so we I mean we had I mean we had some big names in the Prague community at least as far as I'm concerned. We had we had Hugh, Hugh Padgham, Nick Davis, Dave Megan, yep. Chris Kimsey were the Chris four Kimsey. that we had. Now, I I think Chris Kimsey is still very relevant because we haven't we haven't we haven't released any of our fish air marillion yet and we haven't gotten to fish itself. And again, I'm going to make the argument that the the Chris Kimsey connection between <clears throat> what is it misplaced childhood and or clutching at straws, yeah, and internal exile is critical. Yes, not to mention I believe he he some of his handiwork is on yes as a union, which not so sure I would put that on my resume right now, but that's okay. No, but I think there's some probably some fascinating insights that he might have to that debacle of an album right well, there you go. Might, yeah so you know so he might be the, the number one on the list but i will say even though we did not hit any of that stretch we had some pretty amazing interviews 
in 2020. We we had a yeah, we really did. We got some some very varied and interesting people to to talk to. And 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 in fact, we still have we still have one that's sort of hanging out there that we only half did. So when Ken and I were doing our Black Lives Matter with Andre Chumley and Durga McBroom, there was a there was a snafu with getting Durga connected. And so Ken and I started that conversation with Andre that basically was a more standard music-oriented interview. And then mm. and then Durga showed up, and so we switched into, you know, the the more topical um current event type thing that ultimately was aired but we still have the the front half of that conversation with Andre that we never got to finish so oh. I, I think we can definitely look forward to having hopefully Andre Chumley back on the the podcast in 2021 to finish out that discussion that that's like the lost palaver tapes it i love it it, it is, and it, it. I mean, Andre is fascinating. I mean, you can imagine some of the, you know, some of the experiences that he's had. So, yeah, I, I definitely am very much looking forward to, to getting back to that. But, but yeah, so you know, we had, you know, I, I, I don't even remember the whole list of people we talked to this year. We I talked- got, I, yeah, I mean, I the the Black Lives Matter episode was so. I mean, you know, for first of all. As you say, we operate on a six to eight week lag time generally. So, so the fact that 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 you guys were able to pull that together, have that just really important and engaging discussion that was so filled with. I I I listened to that interview, and I I think I had a, like. Oh, two weeks of research to do beyond that of articles to read and and you know films to watch just just really um impressive that uh that that whole entire like body of information was put together and andre and durga are just two really cool cats you know in general yeah and you know to hear them talk about their experiences and um on that topic and just kind of open up a whole new, uh, a whole new sort of level of consciousness. But but after that, I mean, we also like there were some a lot of surprises for me in the in the interview list this year. Um, Jay Jay Davison was yeah. just, I, I mean, just not really, <clears throat> not really having much background on him was just such a cool. Listen, such a great story, such great experiences that he shared. Yeah, and, and he was he, his experience is so broad and varied. It's amazing, and the fact that you know he's he's a hometown Philly boy, just you know, I I absolutely love that. I I, I have a very very irrationally soft spot for Philadelphia music in whatever variety, and it, it's it's always cool to talk to someone you know, from the homeland who has interacted with all of these, you know, widely varied people across the, the whole industry. So yeah, that was, you know, that was, that was a, a true find on Ken's part to, uh, to hook us up with him. Yeah. Jade Davidson was awesome. And I really, uh, 
one probably the biggest surprise and for me the the most rewarding musical uh uh connection was bill hubauer this year yeah. of um we came from space and of course uh the neil morse band um just a awesome guy to talk to and um and i you know we came from space their their ep from this year is um, you know, among my favorite music that, that I've heard. Yeah. I, so remember, you I remember you, you really, uh, you know, uh, recommending that one to us and, and, and I hadn't heard of them previous. And so it was, it was spectacular to be able to do that. We've had obviously, you know, a couple of conversations, I think this year with, with Dave Kirsner, very, very fascinating. Had a couple, we, we had, it seemed like we had Mark Anthony K on like every other month. <laughs> Mark Anthony K. So the best thing about Mark is that, you know, back to the six to eight week lag time is that he's really gotten to the point where he's like, okay, hey, I'd like to, I'd, I'd love to talk to you guys about my upcoming release, but I kind of need to know when, you know, when you think you can get it out. <laughs> yeah. So we talked to him about, um, about the, the dark monarchy, which yes. was just a spectacular collaboration between him and Joe Bailey. And then we had, uh, we, we talked specifically about the, the pre-order for the new project Gemini, which was, you know, really, really cool as well. And then of course we had him on just for, for, for regular stuff as, as well. He's, he's, you know, so he, he's, uh, you know, definitely been, uh, an asset for the group. And then, you know, I think we, we expanded out our friends of the Palaver lessons learned series. Yes. So, you know, we had, sure. um, we had, we had Mark, we've talked about, we've talked to Ken Fuller a couple of times. Uh, we expanded out. We don't, it's not out yet, but we, we did, uh, is, is Dan Sherman, the original friend of the Palaver? I, he may very well be. Uh, I, he, he, yes, for sure. <laughs> I think he may well, very well be. He may have been the first person to get a mug. He, oh, there you go. So yeah. we, we've got, uh, we did get a chance to talk to him. I'm just literally, I mean, our interview game was on in 2020. No, no doubt about it. I think it I'm was. just scrolling through because like we, um, you guys talked to Bill, Bill Sweezy. Yep. Bill Sweezy um, was fun. I liked that one. That was another really, really fun, fun one. And so, yeah, so we just, uh, we, we, uh, no, no slouch. And I think it will continue into 2021 because that is really some of the special sauce i think that um that we have and then you know yes and then maybe we can really get some of these like uh um production giants into the mix um because they certainly some of these guys will definitely come up as we uh as we move through the the, the future plans of the palaver well and 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 for me personally it i i am fixated perhaps more so on the influence and perspective of the producer on these, you know, iconic recordings anyway. I just, I find that to be a fascinating angle. And, and that's why, you know, I always bring it up because, you know, just, I, I want to understand, you know, what they bring. I mean, the, the lost recording of, of Rupert Hine, you know, no one's ever going to hear that, but my goodness, just his perspective on those two Rush albums was mind blowing, mm. and and you know so that's that's kind of what I'm interested in. And you know we spent so much time talking about um, you know the Genesis sound and the the gated reverb and everything else. I mean Hugh's got to be Hugh has to be approached. We we need to know. And yeah, 
you know, Nick Davis obviously plays a big role in, in the Genesis catalog, which was, you know, the, the first part of 2020 for us. And Marillion. And Marillion. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So, and, and of course we have our reasons for when needing to talk to Dave Megan. So. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, I, and I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm utterly fascinated. I can't wait. And I hope that we're successful and, you know, add to that list, you know, I'm, I'm still hopeful that, that, you know, I need to reach out to, uh, to Aubrey Poe Powell. Oh, yes. Hypnosis. Cause you know, there's, there's, there's a lot there to talk about as well. So I, I you know, we've got some, some big goals in 2020, 2021, yeah. I'm sorry. And, and hopefully we can, we can land those, but I agree. And I think our, our interview game in 2020 was, was really good. Yeah. And that closes out our, our, uh, so I would say overall, uh, we, we had a good 2020. It was a, it was a great year. And I will add this, um, while this may borderline on a, on a shameless plug, we also, Joe found time to insert four episodes about my own EP release. I am as a, as an offshoot. I am so glad that you brought that up because I was I was scrolling through our our episodes for the year, and, and I was reminded of that. And that that was that was a little different. No small feat, um, right? You know, because we totally blew up the 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 six to eight week buffer on that one. Yeah, <laughs> not not just on one, but on four episodes. But it was. You know, that was fun. I remember you you sort of approached me and said, hey, is this something you think you'd be willing to help with? And I, w I, I couldn't wait. And, and, and it turned out, you know, it's not it's not always that you have an idea of of something you want to do. And the execution turns out to be very close to the original concept. And I think with Align the Stars, we did that. I, I really, really do. And, you know, shout out to to our, you know, our high school friend, Kim Baldwin Nay, because, you know, when, when we, when you and I hatched this scheme and you started showing me some of the images that Kim was putting together based on, you know, our, our inspiration piece of the lost art of conversation, I knew we needed to talk to Kim. And yeah. initially it was kind of like, well, maybe if we can do it, I don't know, we'll see. And and I kind of kept pushing for it, and I'm glad that we did because, and this is my own personal opinion. I think that episode was just off the charts spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. It was it was a fun. It was a, that particularly was a fun conversation. That whole project was fun, and I think that we also uncovered personally. I uncovered that. I think people are more interested in hearing about original music than actually listening to it um, <laughs> based on the, based on the plays alone, which is just kind of a, a joke. Um, there, there, there is a, a, an aside to that though. So for me personally, 2020. So I, you know, I think we've, we've sort of talked about, and I feel like I've seen it in some of our, and our folks listening is that 2020 got it seemed like got a lot of people from listening to music and talking about music to actually doing music yeah because we all just had so much more time at home and and um and one of the things you know certainly for me i've always been i've always i've, I've been you know pretty consistently writing and recording 
in my in my studio here at home for the last several years, but certainly hit a more uh, stride in 2020. But one of the things that this podcast has has helped me sort of get back in touch with, and it was it was right in line with the Pink Floyd episodes and talking about the albums and the album covers is that experience of deep listening and and looking at the pictures and all of that like this year more than any other i got back into that and not only is it changed the way that i'm you know not changed but kind of reverted back to the way that i listen to music now but it actually is the way that i'm thinking about you know my own creativity and doing music and and putting things out like it's almost impossible for me to think of just putting out a song without having some sort of art or you know picture you know some sort of artistic companion yeah yeah and 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 it's it's interesting because obviously that was that was part of the the pink floyd narrative right this holistic view of the art marrying the the visuals with the music and the message and, and everything else that that came up repeatedly in in that segment and i find it interesting that this also coincides with with you purchasing a turntable and returning to vinyl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's, you know, when you get all of these these LPs from the 70s and, and early 80s and whatnot, I mean, that was, that was the way these things were presented. And it's really funny when you look at, you know, the... The, the first album or two from a band, you know, where they're, they don't have a big following or whatever, they're just signed to the label and they get, you know, a sleeve with a, with a picture and probably a plain paper insert. And, you know, five albums later, they've got the big gatefold and they've got pictures yeah. on the, on the, yeah. the, dust, the dust sleeves and everything else. And, and it's just, it's funny how, you know, the more, the bigger a band gets or the more money they're making for the label, the more money they get for their, their artistic packaging, or at least they did. I mean, you, you would still see that um, today in the CD format to a certain degree, but it's, you know, it, it was, I think it was much more obvious, you know, in the vinyl era. So it, it's, it's nice to be able to, to have that as well. And I, I also enjoyed getting to speak to the musicians that you used for, for that EP as well. It was it was great to have all of them together at once and kind of, you know, hear them, you know, describe some of their experiences of, you know, recording this specific um, recording as, as well as interacting with each other and what they knew and what they didn't know. It was, it, for me, you know, knowing you as long as I have, it was it was sort of a fascinating look as, as to how Paul Zotter works today. And, and of course, of no small comment is the fact that Dave DeWitt was in that group, and and I cannot say enough. And so I'm going to mm. say it here on air, Dave. Thank you so much for our theme music because I have listened to it countless times, and I still love it to death. <laughs> it's still awesome. <laughs> it's it's just it's become so so entwined with with this podcast it is the podcast and i couldn't imagine anything else amen i think we 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 need to get a dave dewitt interview on the books for 2021 uh dave dewitt has uh 
has some great stuff going on. He's got an original album called Signs of Life that is definitely worth checking out. And he also has a pretty in, pretty impressive uh, YouTube channel, uh, Midnight Muse Media, that really, you know, he has guitar lessons. He's got guitar demos. It's it's there's it's it's pretty legit. And um, yeah, there's not a not a period of time that goes by where someone isn't hitting us up on a chat message or hey, what theme music is that? Because it's really cool. So uh, yeah, it, it's really good. So I, I think maybe that's a good segue, Paul, to to setting our 2021 objectives. Indeed, it is. So I've already put on the Palaver giveaways. As okay. we're going to carry so that over, I'm, we're going to we're going to make that happen. Yes. So we got that one we're so gonna far. Continue to find a way to rejuvenate the YouTube channel. Okay, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna, and I think yeah we're gonna rejuvenate YouTube. And we might heavily rely on partly palaver for that. We might. So I've, but I've, maybe maybe some stealth. Maybe some. We won't tell the other guys. Maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll cut this out of the uh, QC process. But we'll 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 do some stealth pre shows. Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna give us a little bit of a of a little a fallback position on this particular goal. Okay. And that we need to. So one of the things that happened in 2020 was that Facebook kind of screwed us over with the notes in yeah. our page. So so just to set the record straight, in the midst of our Pink Floyd episodes, <laughs> while we were in our six to eight week lag, Facebook decided to update its its notes. And while it didn't get rid of any of our old published notes, it completely decimated all of our drafts. So I had about six six to eight weeks of episodes worth of notes that completely disappeared. And and so basically in 2020, our notes, our show notes went away. And so I have been constructing show notes in a different format. So in 2021, when we start releasing our, you know, 101st episode and beyond, we need to bring back the show notes. Or perhaps we should say it Bring the show notes home is what we should we bring should. the show notes home. And so I need to figure out the best way to publish show notes back to our Facebook page and general social media formats. And that's unfortunate because we had, you know, you, you were doing a really solid job of, of bringing in all of the references and, and things like that. You know, there, there was a lot of information in those notes that got lost. It's very, very, very sad. Yeah, and it also was a good platform for individuals to share their own thoughts on the on the album. So you know, we we always got some good comments back and forth, and some conversations going with the show notes with the links. So um, so yeah, so definitely we'll look forward to having that resource returning in twenty twenty one. And and you know, as far as going back to the previous one, I think we need to. I think we should. We should write the goal as shore up our social media presence that now exists and have a stretch goal to expand our social media preference if and when that becomes appropriate. Okay, the stretch will be to expand as appropriate. Okay, I like it. I like it. Shore up our presence or our current social media presence. And as a stretch goal, we will expand when and as appropriate. Right. Perfect. Cool. 
What do we have now? We have palaver giveaways. Giveaways? And I, I noted t-shirts there. Yep. That seems to be where we're going. And then the social media goal, which is shore up our current platforms and expand as as a stretch goal. Okay. And and we need to interview our production giants. Oh, right. That is... Production giants. You know, they... They say you've been in a job too long when you when you bring your previous goals back over to your next year's goals. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, I don't and, know if they say that. I say that. And, but. and again, you know, when we have, um, I, I think I think there's, you know, we, we've got a little bit of, of leeway here with with the COVID situation. So let me ask you if we want to add something else here. Okay. Because I thought the I thought the live event was kind of fun. I know that we have done a several episodes, several special episodes of these sort of lists that we've done, you know, ranking album covers or the, you know, the, the 1980 Desert Island album um, list, you know, things like that. Um, you know, should we, would it be worthwhile to maybe run one or two or three of those as a live event? Cause that, that format seemed to work pretty well for the, the live format. Yes. I, I do we want to make that a goal? I don't know if that's, if that, uh, you know, now we've, now that we've broken the live event barrier, maybe we just, you know, do live events as part of our regular yeah, I don't know. So, and and why why wouldn't that be a goal? Last year we wanted to do a live event. Now maybe we want to do three or four live events. Okay. Sh dare we even put a number on? It? Do we say we do one live event each quarter? <laughs> I've been thinking that, you know. You know, you know what's going to happen. We're going to be like scrambling around on on March 30th going, "Shit, we've got to sch schedule this thing." Yeah, maybe maybe we do a live event Maybe we start doing a, a Palaver quarterly review and we do a live event ranking. That's crazy. So I think that's oh, a good ranking, I, ranking the albums released in that quarter. I don't know about that, <laughs> I, but, but so I like the idea of doing multiple live events for those types of, of things. So I, I'm going to put that down one live one live event per quarter. And I'm just going to say special episodes, right? Yeah, it's going to be special episodes, whatever we come up with. And I, and I think part of that fun might be the fact that we might just do it spontaneously, right? Doesn't necessarily need to be scheduled. Yep. No events on Facebook. Just, you know, our friends of the Palaver are, are innocently scrolling through their social media and all of a sudden they find out that Progressive Palaver has gone live. And they get all excited. And, and they do. <laughs> All right. Anything else that we need to add to our list for, for 2021, Paul? Uh, oh, I think. Oh, go ahead. I guess it wasn't it wasn't a stated goal necessarily, but there's one thing we didn't do in 2020, Paul. Oh, no. What was that? There is no episode of Progressive Palaver Read Shakespeare. Oh, that's true. And we have plenty of material ready to go for that. We <laughs> We do. So, uh, you know, 
I, I still think that would be really fun. I think that that actually might be a really fun live event. Uh, oh, that could be a, a train wreck of a live event, but it, it could, could be. be I, I, I love the, I love the idea of progressive palaver reading Shakespeare. I, I, I love it. I, yeah. I love it. So I say, I don't know. Do we want to make it a goal or do we just want to say, say this is something that we should do? I, I, I think it's so far outside of our core mission that let's not put it on the list, but I, I do want to make it happen if we can. I, 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 I think it's great. I do think I need to download like a course on, you know, how to speak with an English accent though, just to, just to make it, Ooh. I don't know. Are we gonna Are we gonna do that? Are we gonna do no, it with accents? I, I don't or? think so. I think that would be embarrassing for all of us. We do have I, We do have some some UK listeners, and I. That's true. You know, that is tr- that is true. I. It would be fun, like to just layer on another another impossibility to it. Would be is if we read Shakespeare in the voice of our favorite prog rock artist. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be too much so yeah let's let's i could do john anderson ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh all right so you know and you know we'll see we'll see where the the world goes hopefully i i you know, I really hope that there's some sort of break in this whole COVID craziness because I miss, I miss going to concerts. That was a big part of of our enjoyment of of this, you know, podcast is being able to see these artists and talk about them. Um, you know, I had I had tickets to see Roger Waters back in October, and I'm wow. happy to say, Ticketmaster tells me that show is just postponed, not canceled. So my hope is that. You know, as soon as travel's allowed or whatnot, Roger's going to load up the trucks and and go out there. And you know, we've got. I I want to say, Arc of Life has threatened live shows in 2021. We'll see how you know if if that actually happens. There's that uh, the the uh, Pink Floyd art exhibit going to L.A. That hopefully yeah. we can go to. You know, so I, I hope we have the ability to, uh, you know, to to be able to do some more special concert series events in 2021, but, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But I think we've got, we've got a good solid list of, of things to focus on in terms of, of keeping the podcast, you know, vibrant and growing. And, um, yeah, as always, Paul, you know, I appreciate your efforts and the efforts of, of the rest of the guys in the group and, you know, special shout out to, you know, Colby and Jay for participating in episode 100. Um, I really, it was, it was important for me to have all of us there. In fact, I told you I was, I was, you know, doing some, some heavy duty spring cleaning, if you will, in my library. And there's a picture from, it may be my wedding. It's from some wedding, but it's the six of us. Really? Yeah. And it, and, I, and I looked at it and I'm going, this is the palaver. And it was it was just really cool to see all six of us, you know, as much younger men, you know, together. It was it was very very cool and unexpected because I hadn't I hadn't ever thought of that picture in terms of this podcast, but. 
that's what it was. Uh, dude, you have to uh, take a snap of that uh, and uh, and share that with the group. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I will. It's been wonderful, and you know, hats off to you, Joe, for coming up with the idea of uh, pitching it and selling it and and making it what it has become. It's amazing. It's really just become a regular part of life, and I think that's great. So yes. So and again, we look forward to to you know continuing what we do and expanding what we do and uh we've got some some good artists to talk about in 2021 i'm really excited about this and uh yeah so it'll it'll all be great and you know look forward to and maybe in a a couple months doing another mailbag and yeah live events and we got all this stuff going on so you listeners out there, we are so happy to have you along. You've you've really um, enhanced this whole experience for us, and it's it's great all the interaction we get. So please keep that coming, and we look forward to you know, like I said, hopefully having a more normal world by the time we're here doing this next year. Here, here. So I guess at that point we can tell everyone, hey, you know where to find us, the normal spots. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We are at Progpala on all of those, or search for Progressive Palaver. You're welcome to email us any thoughts you may have on um, our performance in 2020 or or our objectives for 2021. You can email us at Gmail at um, progpala at gmail.com. We are, of course, available for subscription and download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, a whole host of other apps and, and platforms, although still not Pandora. I still need to, I really need to send an email. Maybe that should be a goal for 2021, <laughs> to get listed on Pandora. Anyone who can help us get on Pandora gets a free t-shirt in 2021. <laughs> and, uh, And we are, as always, hosted on SoundCloud. So until next time, thanks for listening.